right. Hello and welcome to what is what is technically the uh first Red Jackson podcast of 2024. Yeah boy. I am your host, Fraser, and with me is Yeah, big boy Charlie. <laughs> don't say big, don't say it like that. It doesn't sound right. But you know, we'll go with it. Fuck it. And uh your boy Sirhan. And uh, I just want to, I just want to put out there, boys. I think I can't think of any better way of starting the new year than without Rikish. I it just <laughs> it feels, it feels right, you know. It feels comfortable. I think we're all a bit more happier. We're a bit more positive, you know. I think twenty twenty four is going to be a really good year for us if we carry on with this formula. I'm just putting it out. There. Oh, wow. I do feel a bit more relaxed. <laughs> right? I don't. I know he's listening. Oh. It scares me. <laughs> yeah, but by you... the time this comes, by the time <laughs> behind you, by the time this comes out, he he won't he won't know what to do yet. He, he's still writing his Metal Gear Solid thing right now. He's going to oh, be writing spoilers. that for years anyway. So twenty twenty four is out. <laughs> but yeah, we uh we'll all be um presenting a little bit about New Year's, of his tradition, quizzes, random stuff, all to do with New Year's, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So um. Firstly, uh, what do we do? We have like any kind of traditions or anything that we follow for New Year's, anything we regularly do, or anything exciting we have done. Well, wait, what we have done is always exciting, it's always been exciting. We've done a lot of stuff together. <laughs> shall I, shall I start us off with? Oh, sorry, sir, hang on, you go, you go, you go. No, no, no. I, all, I'm going to segue kind of into what, probably what you're going to go on to is at least for me, the only tradition I would say is is family Christmas and friends New Year. So New Year mm. stories wise, yeah, we've, we've probably got a lot of stories and yeah, take it away, Chaz. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. So basically we were going to do this podcast and I completely forgot to bring anything to the table. I just wrote this. Um, it's in it's it's a completely original song. You won't know the melody. Um so here it goes. Not. This is our. This is the the earliest New Year's memory I have of all of us. He just wrote this in by the song way. form. Just in now, song form. The and I'll like sing it for you. Five minutes. I watched him. Oh. A long, long time ago, in our good friend Danny's house, all the gang were pretty wrecked. We were all about sixteen. Illegal drinking wasn't obscene <laughs> until Sirhan threw up his spleen, and then he fell asleep. So we gave him cat food that we told him would help. Then he ate it and did hate it and it made us all yelp. We laughed and laughed until his father arrived, saying this will be the day that you die. (laughs) This will be the day that you die. (laughs) You die. (laughs) You die. That was epic. (laughs) If I'd known known the cat food bit was coming in, I'd been like in the barrel like cat food. (laughs) 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 that that new year's eve was so fucking funny there were so many things that happened oh it was bad should we take turns because i know we all have like at least five or six memories from that oh jesus you say that (laughs) you say that did anything get broken yes uh yes Something upstairs got broken because my dad had to come around the next day and fix it. That was Chris. Doing, in the he wrote bar. on the wall. 
He wrote on the wall. Oh, he wrote something on the wall. No, but someone boy. broke the sink. Someone broke the, the sink. Yeah, someone broke the sink. Or something. Then there was, I think, I think it was Chris in the bath with loads of bubbles. Not our Chris, a different Chris with loads of bubbles. Right? Oh my god, was that the same? What? Was that the same one? Because I think there were yeah. maybe two was parties. Two? That is, I okay. can't remember if that was the same one. Mm-hmm. But we'll just uh, just put them all in one. Danny's house. Yeah, D- Danny's house hosted a lot of parties at his mum's house. And bless him, Danny had a good time, but always had to be really responsible. Someone broke the, um, the fan blade. in uh, You know the one that ab- attaches to the light? Someone Akash. must have lifted their hands up. I was Akash. So, yeah, but, and it, poof, it smacked onto yeah. their hands. Me and road. Akash were jumping, and he smacked his head on it. I don't know how Akash <laughs> smacked his head on it, and I didn't. I'm a good foot taller. Did he was. have a cap on as well, or not? Yeah, it was Akash, of course he did. And the cat probably didn't come off. It didn't come off. <laughs> but we did both fall over. Uh, the moment he hit his head, we both he pulled me down to the ground and so we both slipped and laughed. Jesus. Great memory. Yeah. And um, I remember... the. I'm surprised you remember the, anything. I remember seeing pictures and stories of the jacuzzi being full and people putting bubble bath in that very liquid. Yep. I think we've done that a couple of times that. at Danny's. It was like the game of like spin the bottle, getting drunk, jumping up and down on a trampoline, people kissing, people uh, having sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking at you guys. Hey, no, me, I, heard story for that. I heard that Oh, wait. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got to clarify this pretty, pretty quick, pretty not, quick. Not together, Me and Fraser had sex. No, and it was great. No, I, I, whenever I uh, like a dirty story comes up, this is like the thing I always go to. Him. Yeah, I had sex in the same bed Fraser was in having sex. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I wasn't having sex. He just thought I was, and then just thought, oh, well, I better start having sex. <laughs> oh. Yes. Well, with, with our now exes, current uh, yeah, girlfriends yeah. at the uh, time. Charlie yeah. sodomized the bed. <laughs> Charlie basically had a fight. I didn't, I didn't realize. People participated. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought you guys were going at it, but right. no, I was sleeping. Oh, <laughs> wow! The audience learned that the same time I did. How upsetting! I've told you, and you, nah, did a, you just it. didn't believe me. <laughs> <Delete>. <laughs> nah, it was technically a foursome. I'm taking it to my grave. We were back to back phrase. That's this uh, is more disturbing than me and cat food, and which I'm 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 going to get into as well. Are, so, are you free for some therapy after this, Sir Helen? <laughs> I'm going to need, need to give therapy and receive <laughs> therapy after these memories. <laughs> yeah. But um, so we we all got drunk and we were jumping up and down on the trampoline. There was two trampolines. I remember those were small ones. Vid is telling me part of the story. This is one of the first probably real times that I've really got drunk because I remember drinking like vodka and like. I remember drinking Pims without mixers. I didn't know what alcohol really was. I was testing the boundaries and I was mixing like a crazy man. So I fell asleep on the trampoline on my back and Vid apparently was like, look, turn him over. If he throws up, he's going to puke. Uh, he's going to choke. It's dangerous. So Vid's turned me over. And as he's turned me over, I've chugged. Everything's come out. So I've thrown up on Exorcist Vid's hand. Vid- yeah, literally, man. I painted the walls in the garden. So Vid was like, fuck you. <laughs> Purity of any person. <laughs> Fuck you. He's you got a limit. Dra- drag me to the <laughs> living room, sit me down, 
And I think between Vid, Danny, and Charlie, I, I don't know who else participated. Vid was like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. Danny, what have you got in your fridge? And Danny was like, I've got an open can of cat fucking food. So he brings the cat food over, and then you guys spoon feed it to me while Tyrell records this. Yep. Charlie should have fed it to you. <laughs> right, I don't it know was Charlie, you. okay. <laughs> Charlie did. Then, uh, I don't <laughs> think it was me, actually. I think it was Videsh. I'm pretty no, sure Videsh it was Videsh. was the one. Videsh oh, wanted yeah. his revenge. I think it was, Videsh yeah. Videsh fed him. Like, this will make and you then, feel better, uh, mate. Yeah. What is he was saying it had onions in it or something. I, it was like, no, mate, mate, trust me, it'll be it'll make you feel better. And you were like, no, no. And he was like, no, trust me, eat it, mate, make you feel better. It's something in onions. He kept saying, I was like, stop saying onions. That does not sound good for someone who feels sick. <laughs> but you were trying to help convince me, basically. Uh, Thank you. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, remember yeah. watching the video. Don't worry, mate. It's gonna make you feel good. And I was like, no. No, and he's like, no, no, trust me, mate, trust me. And I was like, well, you're my best friend. I trust you like a brother. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Choo-choo. That's what brothers do, okay? That's what brothers do. <laughs> I invested maybe two spoonfuls of this. And then this is what I was telling Chaz before you joined the, uh, the room phrase. I made the mistake of either my dad calling me or me calling my dad. I'm pretty sure my dad called me. And oh. I said two words to him, which which triggered the, 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 the event. No, no, worse. worse, worse. <laughs> I just went, dad help and apparently oh. now, now now i'm hearing the story from my mom and my sister my dad barreled down the stairs put his clothes on was like we're going to this boy's house as in danny mm -hmm. it's the first time our son is out he needs help so my dad's jumped in the car my sister's jumped in her car they've both driven like back up like we need to help this guy and then they show up now you guys can tell this story this part of it because i don't remember it one and two this is the first time you really met my dad yeah yeah he was he was scary i mean obviously we know your dad now Memet mm -hmm. is such a like placid calm gentle mm -hmm. man but when we first met him mate i thought he was gonna knock some fuckers out he <laughs> stormed mate he stormed up to the door he come and got you but the moment he got you like on like over his shoulder he was calm and he was like is everyone else okay you know he was just so nice it's mm -hmm. like oh that's not what i expected sir he, dad to he, be like he that flipped was so that mad. switch yeah, it was so weird, <laughs> but it was great. Showed how, it, mate. It shows how much your family like care. Mm. If I if I messaged my dad and said help, he'd call a few times. Then he'd be like, "Well, you know, must be asleep. <laughs> must be asleep. <laughs> Probably on the toilet." <laughs> I mean, I, I would have been fine. I trusted you guys. You know, you you would have put me in the recovery position just with cat food. But what got me was. Like, it was a weird combination of that experience because that was the first time I really got drunk. I went home, I threw up, I cried my eyes out. Like, I'm that sort of drunk. I will cry my eyes out till kingdoms I come. And then I, then I fell asleep. <laughs> but my parents, my my family didn't really judge. They judged me the second time, which was someone else's party. <laughs> but the first time they were like, look, you're young. We all have a story where we're drunk. And everyone started to share stories. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm nervous. But the cat food fiasco followed me around Four years. No Four way. Years. <laughs> Even with, come on, but guys, you guys told, uh, I think it was Mr. What's his name? Mr. Richard, the, the MGT teacher. It was Mr. Barry and someone else. Mr. Reeves? What was the little guy? Reeves. Mr. Reeves. Mr. Reeves. And, bro, I'm, I'm at parents' evening. Chaz, do you remember the parents' evening when my mom went with me and you? Yeah, yeah. She shepherded both of us. And it was just sitting there. And Mr. Reeves would be like, meow. And I'm like, <laughs> Sake. Like you guys have <laughs> hounded me with this shit at 18. I remember going to visit Videsh at a supermarket where he used to work and be like, Yeah, man, this is this is 
So I had not. This is the cat food aisle. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's great. It's it good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, part, it's being part of it. Uh, it's being Bill's part character. Of yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those, we don't mention it too much now, but it's one of those OG long-term jokes that to this day we mm. still mess like we still kind of we can still kind of push a button in this one yeah and it's funny yeah. it's, the thing is it's not even that funny like someone feeding someone cat food at a party is such like but when you're there and it happens it's just so fucking Bro. iconic <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just 17 man well, at 17 everything like, all that shit is funny i remember one party yeah. spraying deodorant onto my face so i almost passed out don't ask me why i did it but it was like i dare you i was like all right oh for fuck's i just sake. kept spraying and i got so lightheaded yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. That's, that's probably done long-term damage. <laughs> you should get checked wow. out, mate. <laughs> Why is one half my face is smaller? So yeah, this is this an amalgamation of different parties at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the good old days when you could have parties and shit. How about like yeah. in recent years? You guys picked up anything, or you just see how it goes? Well, damn, can't skip damn. Of course, we oh, were yeah. all in Amsterdam. For New Year's Eve. Mentioned... Oh no, that was a different year. So yeah, Amsterdam was traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still think there was good this... energy though. Great oh, energy. Good. Terrifying energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think we just none of us were really expecting it to be as like post apocalyptic as it became. Mm-hmm. But like like they were just kids dropping these like dynamites. That's the only word I'm gonna use because they went. They went bang, man. I'm pretty sure people died that night. <laughs> there was. 100. Do you remember the guy with the firework that like Dropped we saw him from like across the the square? Yeah, and it like literally just we just, like, just fly in into the it. square. <laughs> oh, what right flew in into square, him? He was like, yeah, he was like, okay. he was like quite far away from us. So, but like there was we... loads going on over there. But, I just remember yeah, the ones that were going off like just a couple of meters above our head. Yeah, yeah, they were the ones keeping us on our toes. They made us all like form together into like survival mode. <laughs> I am, I'm going to tell this part of the story first because I know you guys are going to take the piss, and I want everyone to know the reality of what I went through. So we went to the. Oh no, we I think we should say what's funny. And then you should try to defend <laughs> it. Five, five, five. Imagine, yeah, put yourselves here, audience. This is New Year's Eve. It's freaking cold. It's really, really cold. You're in, you're in uh, the Netherlands. Like it's not, it's not like the hottest place on earth. It's in Europe. You're nice and cold. You're all like huddling together. There is bangs going off everywhere. They have no clock anywhere to tell the time. So you're constantly looking at your phone. Like, okay, I don't know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sirhan disappears. He's gone. We don't know where he's gone. We're like, he's just not going to make it back for New Year. Fuck this. Like he's <laughs> literally come all the way out to Amsterdam. He's going to miss the countdown. Then I don't know. Like a hero slash buffoon <laughs> from across the way Sirhan with seven fucking ice creams in his hand walking <laughs> through a crowd <laughs> coming back to us now okay. I didn't drop them <laughs> you didn't drop them though we all you got didn't an ice drop cream a single one in the freezing listen, cold listen we we got to the square right <clears throat> now leading up to this firstly leading up to this this was our last minute booking we were like right let's go Amsterdam for New Year's I've never been abroad for New Year's. It was five of us, right? So it was me. So as in, like, yeah, me, Charlie, Fraser, Rikesh, Andrea. Was that it? it was just five of us, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Even booking the Airbnb last minute, we barely got a space. Like, I mm-hmm. slept on the edge of a sofa. Charlie slept on half of a sofa. Rikesh slept on a drawer. We gave Andrea the bed. 
even though there was meant to be two beds, but there was only one. And then mm. Rick Fraser, bless you, slept sitting down for two days. Like you just sat down. <laughs> That's on a fairly chair. comfy chair, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize Rick had slept on a drop. Oh, wait, no, it, was was the, yeah. it was part of the sofa, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It was, so it was we the, fucked up. So what we were sofa. supposed to do is you pull out the drawer mm-hmm. and then you put the cushions in the drawer so it becomes a, a, a slightly like cushioned surface. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. He just slept in it. Yeah. No. He figured it out after. I think the drawer just held the cushions for the bed. Oh, <laughs> I think so. And that oh, was maybe, it. And so maybe, he ended maybe. up putting the cushions back in the drawer and sleeping in there. <laughs> okay. So in the way, yeah. <laughs> It was a draw. All of that was a rush, right? And all of this was last minute and trying to convince people. So we finally get there. And I don't know what it was. So I don't know why I didn't process it. So we get there. And I remember walking to the first coffee shop and kind of going, it's so packed. It's so busy. And I was like, oh, my God. Why am I being a fucking idiot? Why didn't I think of this? It's New Year's everywhere. Everywhere is going to be as busy. I wouldn't go to central London and go, why is it busy? Because tourists are coming from everywhere. So we work hard, right? So New Year's Day comes. These people are dropping off fireworks and little, there's little poppers, really loud poppers mm. all over the joint. That's their celebration. The kids are like, yeah, we're walking around, fucking like jumping all over the place. Because in New Year's in London, at least, it's either a very controlled space or it's a big show. It's I think the thing is, as well, it was just, it, we was in like a high terrorist alert time yeah i think it was like 2017 or something was it mm. i can't remember no dude it was terrifying no matter what you put it in we was in culture mm. shock right bro i i have a phobia of balloons i don't yes, like fireworks to begin you. with but imagine you're just walking down the street high as a kite we're in amsterdam it's legal high as a kite and every now and then bang just fucking or being, mate, being inside heart. a shop and hearing it outside the shop yeah like i thought oh my but god there's guns it's not just <laughs> somebody hearing, shooting it's just it's just hearing <laughs> I'm like these people are celebrating this vibe I'm not used to it especially yeah. Amsterdam it's narrow tall buildings when you put all these buildings down a street it's just basically a corridor that echoes right yeah we come New Year's Eve night to the main square we're like okay there's gonna be something a congregation and we've got this fairly empty I'm like guys I'm pissing to go. I'm, I'm dying to go to the toilet I'm dying to go to the toilet alright listen just go now and come back quick because you're gonna miss it alright cool so I'm, right, I'm walking down the street Everywhere's either packed or closed because it's New Year's Eve now. Let's say it's 10 o'clock, 10.30. People are peeing down alleyways. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to go down the alleyway. If I can avoid it, it's packed. I see this one little coffee shop open. Excuse me. So I walk in. I'm like, please, can I use your bathroom? He's like, I'm just about to close, but absolutely. Thank God. He let me pee. And I walked down. I felt so bad. The man's kept the shop. I was like, can I buy some coffee? Then for us. It's a cold night, as Charlie said. It was like, I've closed the coffee machine. I said, is there anything, is there anything I can buy off of you to thank you? It was like, I've got ice cream. I was like, <laughs> yeah, why not? Ice cream makes sense. I carried these right between gloved fingers. I carried one between each finger, seven ice creams I balanced or five, five, whatever. Three on one hand, two on the other. Now I've walked out and I remember walking out of the street, uh, the, out of the side street, go looking at the square and it is rammed. <laughs> yeah, ram. Within like 10, 15 minutes, I can't see where we were. There's no signposting. There's not like a statue or something. I'm like, oh my God. How? So I have held these ice creams, crouched and ducked down. I'm like, sorry, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry. Excuse-. And I'm just bobbing and weaving. Bob, I'm serpentine around these people, right? And they're looking like, bro, you should have just sold ice them ice cream. No, I was going to get ice cream. Damn it. Just I love that you just committed to it and just walked around. Yeah, I'm, like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this right. But do you know what? For this day, I still have that. You know that image of 
Uh, we've all had it when you're lost, and then you finally see something you recognise. Was it the back of Rikesh's head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a moon coming up over the crescent. <laughs> a wild Rikesh appears. Basically, I see Charlie's head like a shining beacon of light. Oh, was oh, my head? Oh no, <laughs> your head. I was like, I, yes! <laughs> I came up to you guys feeling like a hero. I've navigated. I found. I worked hard. I paid. I turn around and all of you are like, "What the fuck are you doing with ice cream?" <laughs> I was so hurt in that moment. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You're like, it's cold. Why are you? I was like, "Just say thank you." <laughs> yeah, you were angry at us, which made it funny. I was bare pissed. <laughs> what? Right? What happened in your journey? Oh my god! We finally get there, and then that was it. Doesn't matter about the joke, mate. People were dropping shit in front of us. There was like it was like in the like it was like a, a Michael Bay movie when it was just all fog, sounds of explosions. No, no one's counting down from ten, so everything mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just bah, 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 and echoes. People screaming. That some guy climbed on a, a statue and had the red flare, and I'm like, is a helicopter yeah. about to come? We all just congregated together. The five of us just like a fucking flower with Andrew in the middle and petals. We just screamed it together. We're like, we're either going to get kidnapped or we're going to get done. <laughs> it was like revolution or something was going on. Yeah. <laughs> that revolution. Yeah. I was like, we're going, going, gone. Enjoy the ice cream. You're last <laughs> Have fun though. <laughs> I had a good I, night. I think what the, fun, the funniest part about it is that I thought you went in, I thought you bought the ice cream because you had to buy something to use the toilet. And then when you've told us that you, offered. Didn't even, you, you literally offered and he was like, well, I've yeah. got ice cream thinking this fucking guy ain't going to buy ice cream. Surely. I bet he didn't even want to charge you anything, mate. You were just probably high and like, no, I've got, to, I've got to pay you, <laughs> mate. I can't like, you just take the piss and go get <laughs> ice creams. What a donut. It was funny though. It made yeah. a, a great memory. <laughs> <laughs> Was a, um, I would I, I love Dam. I love any country you know that you can have a good time in, and I love being with you guys anywhere. But I ain't going anywhere else for New Year's ever again. What well, on holiday? Yeah, I, I get that. I get That's that. Fair. It's nice to just stay local and just do something nice. Now we're at that age. Yeah. A nice cup of tea, you know, and a chat. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> clink so, clink cups at midnight. I know we've kind of touched on the stories. I know we've got more. I can think of more. I know Fraser's got a report, but why don't we just kind of break up the rhythm and I've got a little quiz. Go for it. I love a quiz. I've won every quiz, every quiz we've ever had. I don't think this is a this is a win-win situation. I think this is more about ourselves. Is that true? That's not true, is it? No, that's not true. It might be. Oh. Listen, right. no, listen back to all our episodes and find out for us. Thanks. No, all the we'll ones do- that were like character-based ones are definitely lost. <laughs> Got fucking what's his name in Naruto? <laughs> a sigh, <laughs> sigh. That was wrong. That was broken, yeah, mate. So I'll start off with. I've got two quizzes, but I'm going to start off with the better one, just in case we don't get to the second one. I'm I'm going to ask you some questions, and we'll get to the results after. Okay. Are we question for... Everyone gets one. Everyone gets a go. This isn't a, a, a quiz of how how you know things. This is a bit of a Buzzfeed moment. So we're going to get results. Okay, okay. So, which job would you like most? Would you most like to have dog walker, doctor, talk show host, small business owner, computer programmer, or city planner? City Mm. planner, is that less like. 
that like just the design of the city? Like, yeah, the, the, so it, it seems like it seems like an element of not necessarily an architect of a building, but the architect of a city and its mm-hmm. layout and how it's or maybe how it's run, like a mayor. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but I love phrases how phrases going big or go home. Guys, mm. yeah, no, I wouldn't oh, go that big. That would be too stressful for me. <laughs> I'd go for a small business. I'd love a little small business. Yeah, well, yeah I hear I'm, that. I'm mm. feeling that as well. At least then you can choose whatever business you want. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go different then. I'll go computer programmer. Yeah, city planner looks too stressful. Like, I'd like the initial like designing of the the roads and where all the buildings are and the schools and houses are. But then after that, you've you've got to stay on the way it develops. And yeah, you're going to have complaints and shit. You can't be dealing with that. (laughs) So next question. Pick something to do in your spare time. Dance, box, bake, play video games, read, or take a BuzzFeed quiz. Or pandering. Uh... Don't tell me about it. So this doesn't, this, this doesn't necessarily say what you do in your spare time. This isn't saying what you enjoy the most or what you just like to something. do. It's just saying, just pick something, mm. anything. I have, I have these options, obviously. You know, lately I've been reading a lot, so I'm going to say read. I've been enjoying reading. I'm going to pick a uh, box, as in boxing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just, yeah. Not just in <laughs> no, a cardboard so box. Put, put myself in a box. <laughs> Don't see it. Oh, if that's, if that's gonna... an option, I want to do that. <laughs> hey, there's a, there's, you can do a thousand things, a million things in a cardboard box. Just yeah. to be different, I'm going to say dance. Because I, I like a bit of music, and I, I like a dance. Sirhan at home on his day off, like cutting shapes in the living room. Mate, I honestly I do it at the gym. I do it at the gym. Sometimes a banger comes on and I'm like, I can't kind of hold back. But I'm like dancing, flexing at the same time in the mirror. Wearing spandex. The guy waiting waiting for the weight show user like come on, mate. Right. What is your favorite animal? Hat? Koala, bird, fish, elephant, or giraffe. No, there is no dog. I don't know why. Random. (laughs) Uh... Hmm. So, I guess it would be more better to say out of these, which is your favorite animal? I'll go koala. Koala's sick, yeah, but I've never met one. (laughs) Better better dicks in real life. Yeah, I've heard they are vicious. Like they can be really vicious. I go cat. I know it's basic, but I don't want Loki if he's listening. He might get upset. He's just behind the door, like you. I'm gonna go basic, basic bitch. (laughs) You're a little bitch, aren't you? You're a little bitch, aren't you? (laughs) That's right, little bitch boy. (laughs) (laughs) What a little bitch! (laughs) I feel like every cat in a monologue is like Stewie S. Yeah. Okay. Wrong question because I'm hungry, but we're going to do anyway. Pick something for dinner. Pizza, fondue, sushi, curry, tacos, or pancakes? Mm, They were good options. Fondue for dinner is a bit daft. We wouldn't have it for dinner, would you? Mm. It's like a thing you just dip into. 
Yeah, but I mean, if I had like chopped up meat, potatoes, and veg, and dipping into melted cheese, <sighs> like if you could do it, yeah, you sold that on a different level. That's not fair. <laughs> now I can't say any other option. Pizza's <laughs> on there, and that made me like draw. Uh, now I'll go pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Charlie is going to go pizza. That's fair. That's fair. It, it looks like a good picture. A uh, good picture of a pizza, anyway. Frazzle. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go pizza as well. I'm, I want a pizza. I now. want to. I want Me to too. go for. I'm going to go for taco. The taco is basically the Hispanic sandwich, and you can put anything in a sandwich, and that sounds beautiful. And now to pair it, what are you going to have to drink? Wine, cocktail, coffee, beer, hot chocolate, or water? No, like you don't have fizzy to, drink. You don't have to <laughs> How weird. No. Yeah, okay. So loads of things you just wouldn't have with dinner. <laughs> I, I, I was, was going to say, it, it says pick your dinner and it says and a drink. So I would, the way they've asked right. it's like you're going to pair it, but I, you don't have. Out of those options, coffee. I'll go for a hot chocolate. Yeah. Like it's hot chocolate season. Kaz has mm. gone for cafe. Fraser has gone for hot chocolate. I have recently just got into wine. No, oh. I'm gonna go for <laughs> wine. A, a little, a little, a little glass, a little glass. Have yeah. you sniffed one? No, I haven't hit that. I haven't hit that level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hints of a fruit, a cocktail. Catfruit. Yeah, so yes, this is the one for me. I wanted to do an impression, and I, I thought I have no words. I have no idea what they say. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a I'm whole civilized. technique, like there's a whole yeah. culture around it. I'll go. I'll send you a funny video after this. <laughs> well, th th see, the thing is, Tanya used to work in a, like a wine selling shop, so it was her job to understand what was what, what paired with what. So she's. Uh... I'll be like, I want a glass of red. She'll be like, yeah, but what way? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? She'll be like, yeah, but what, what type? And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand the question. <laughs> like, you know, it's what funny. are you pairing it's, with? I was like, it's, it's all subjective. Like, evening? Yeah. No, I don't know. You could just say know. a bunch like, of words. You want it dry? It I'm like, how, how would I want wine dry? Then Is it evaporating? What does that mean? Yeah. There was a do go on podcast about wine, and I think at one point wine was yes. in the world. There was like seventy five percent of the world's bottled wine was was fake because this one, one fucking guy, guy. yeah, <laughs> one guy own yeah. that business, man. Yeah, but, mad. What type of music do you like? I hate this question because I never list everything. But anyway, mm. I have this list. What type of music do you like the best? Pop, rap, jazz, rock, classical. Or reggae. Give me some reggae. Frazzle is going for reggae. A bit on the nose, but it's okay. I don't ever like saying I like one genre, but I definitely listen to rock more than anything else. So. Charlie's going for rock. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for pop. Only because, like, I got my Spotify yearly summary, and a lot of the artists I listen to. <laughs> oh yeah, it was revealing, like, was it? Yeah, but I don't see. It's not when you think of pop music, you think of overly like commercialized music. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, a lot just, of... You just made me think about my Spotify, and it, rock was yeah. quite low down the list. It was pop that was top, but yeah, yeah pop but sounds shit, like, doesn't it? 
but even like 21 Pilots comes under rock and pop. And like, pop, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's mm. a really weird one. Mm. But I, listening uh, to Taylor pop. Swift is is going to turn it that way, sir. So. <laughs> On repeat, every day. Yeah, every day. Listen, it's going to happen. You're not, if you are not a Swifty, then you can see yourself out, all right, boy? <laughs> I get Swifty. <laughs> but uh, my artist of the year was Gambino, which I'm happy. Nice, nice. He's always in my top, like, five to ten. Like yeah. a few years, he's been top five, but every, he's always on the playlist. Yeah, hundred percent. Pick a TV show to watch: Grey's Anatomy, Bridgerton, The Office, Mad Men, Law and Order, or Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things caught me off guard. Mm. Yeah, I knew that was going to catch you. Mm. I think it's going to be Stranger Things. Yeah, probably. Fraser, you're going for Stranger Things as well. Yeah. Oh, what was the other one that piqued my interest? Uh, sorry, same again. The first three, I think it was one of the first three. Grey's Anatomy, Bridgerton, Office, Mad. Oh, the Office. the Office. That was it. Well. Mm, the American Office. I could rewatch a lot more. That's a tough question. Nah. Uh, mm, mm, the Office. I've done it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. The Office. In all fairness, it's not saying what's which one's the best or your favorite. It's just saying. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, but I'm that's... gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the office as well. No, because it's you don't like Stranger Things. Watch. Why don't you like Stranger Things? What? There's the man who who also picked the office. Deflect, <laughs> <laughs> deflect. And finally, pick a movie: Knives Out, Barbie, Wonder Woman, Love Actually, Dazed and Confused, or Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls! Yes, that one all took films, me home. I don't all, all films. I don't think I've watched. <laughs> You've Harley never seen Mean Girls, insane. Fraser. It's yeah. so good. Right, I'm telling you, it's like, it's beyond a Disney. F- it's a classic. It's good. <laughs> it's sick. Some of the burns. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Fra- Sohan, you've seen Mean Girls, right? I've seen Mean Girls, okay. but I'm not picking it. I, I, prefer, I, I prefer Love Actually. I love Love Actually. Uh, it is a good one. Yeah. Favorite Christmas film. Mm. Thank you very much. It's mm. love, um, actually. It's love, actually. And Frazzle. Pick one. You might pick. <laughs> what were, what were they again? Knives oh, Out. Out there. Yeah, go on. Barbie. Wonder Woman. Love Actually. Oh. Dazed and Confused or Mean Girls? Dazed and Confused because I am. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, yeah, Knives Out right. is meant to be good. I haven't seen it, yeah, but it's but... meant to be good. Knives mm. Out is good. Knives Out is mm. good. I think it's a little bit more clever than what it thinks it is. But it's a very fun ride, and you just kind of go along with it. Well, it, it oh. thinks it's more clever than it is, or it's more clever than it thinks it is? It, it, no, I, I don't think the film is as clever as it thinks. Right, okay. Yeah, I you said that. it the other way around. It was, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was sorry, like, sorry. oh, so they like take the piss out of it, even though it's really smart. That's, that's a weird choice. No, 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 no. I think it's the smart most, but the performances is where it's key. I've not watched number two, uh, but number one was good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, Fraser, days are confused. Yeah. Okay. So, here are the results. This was a short BuzzFeed quiz that, through these random questions, is going to tell you what your New Year's resolution should be. Oh. Fuck you, BuzzFeed. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was going to be to watch Mean Girls. <laughs> that would actually be such a good. I, I would love Buzzfeed if that was yours. <laughs> you need to go home and watch. You need to go home and watch Mean Girls. Watch, like that's a joke. <laughs> so Fraser, I don't agree with this. I mean, it's a Buzzfeed quiz. Fuck it. Uh, for you, apparently, you need to get more exercise, bro, because you're already ripped and healthy enough. <laughs> that's weird. Like I, I pick said, boxing as well. No, you absolutely do not have to become a gym rat. Just try moving your body a little more in the new year. Might I suggest starting with some hot... What the fuck is that? With some hot girl walks. What is a hot girl walk? I'm guessing this is for girls. Yeah. I guess I have to, I have to walk with my hips. And wearing, <laughs> uh, what's it, uh, them sexy Pop yoga pants. Yoga pants. Yeah, okay. Mm. I'll give it a go. I'm, yeah, I'm down for that. You're going to find Charlie in your bedroom, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be following in my yoga pants. So, um... uh... <laughs> hey, big boy. <laughs> right, so, uh, Charlie, you're always looking for new ways to occupy your time. So why not take up a new hobby? You can find something to do in the comfort of your own home or join a group to connect with others. Either way, you'll be so happy to have something to do. So your new resolution is to try a new hobby. You don't do enough, Charlie. Do more. That, that was literally BuzzFeed's way of going, yeah, you basically got the most basic answers. <laughs> you need to get a fucking life, bro. Go touch grass, make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair play, BuzzFeed. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think mine's a little bit closer to home. Even though I don't feel like it's completely true, but it's still closer than what you guys had. Uh, mine is to procrastinate less. So I often say, sorry, pardon me. You often say you work best under pressure, but I'm telling you that this should be the year you try to stop procrastinating. You'll feel so much better when you give yourself more time to be successful. It's certainly not an easy task, but I believe in you. Get out of the shower, sir. No, no. I like a long hot shower. I want to think about Fraser doing a hot girl walk. Oh god! <laughs> oh no! He's with us in spirit. We're just gonna we're gonna be in the same room together as I stop procrastinating in the shower. Fraser's exercising, and Charlie's just trying to learn a new instrument, all in the same time. <laughs> no, I was just, I'm just going to commit to following Fraser around. I think that was a better option. Maybe I'll make a friend. No, no, that's the new hobby. Ah, oh, yeah. Too bad. See? Full circle. So that was a really weird and probably pointless fun <laughs> yeah. New Year's quiz. Cool. <laughs> oh, oh, that was it. That was quick. Now we'll move on to a uh, <laughs> more educational segment. Um, where I've, I've got some facts, some New Year's related facts. So I'm going to start off by telling you guys about Y2K, also known as the Millennium Bug or the Year 2000 problem. You know that apocalyptic apocalyptic event that um obviously is that didn't what Y2K happen. is. Yeah, I thought Y2K was a celebration. No, no. well, it just means Year 2000. Yeah, I had honestly, I had. <laughs> K no means thousand. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I never, I never, I just, it just, it sounds like a festival. <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of those. Oh, things. Yeah, I got fucked up at Y two K, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, it was, it was one of those things like coming up to the 
coming up to millennium, there was a bit of anxiety. And then when nothing happened, it kind of just went away. And anybody who kind of felt like it was the, like the end of the world, they kind of felt silly and uh, <laughs> kept quiet. I don't remember but that it being was hysteria. Was it in the UK? Um, partially, but I think, I think like, if you're going to compare like the UK to the US, the US just kind of blow things out of proportion, whereas like the UK is a bit more on the down low. Okay. So I don't think there was all that much reaction. It wouldn't have been in the news or anything, I don't think. I don't feel like it blew up here, maybe because I wasn't watching the news, but I remember being scared. I honestly Probably. remember being in, it, it, no. I remember being in class. And people kept talking about that. It's the end of the world. It's the Mayan calendar, blah blah. And I remember going to bed. And keep in mind, two thousand. I was only like eight, in nine. I was like, conspiracy are shit. Gonna, yeah. Are we gonna die? Like, is things is something gonna happen? I was like, no, like don't worry. And I remember genuinely being scared mm. from ninety nine and to hit two thousand and wow. having that conversation. Yeah, shit. No, I was oblivious. I was, I, I was part of it. I didn't even know it. Well. Bad tell you what it was all about so it was all based on the assumption that computer errors would occur due to formatting and storage of calendar data for the dates in and after the year 2000 so basically most computer systems only change the last two digits of the year so we'd have the 19 and it was obviously counting up 98 99 and then when it was gonna get to 2000 or 00 they thought it would go back to like 1900 and it would cause like loads of systems to fail. <laughs> Stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Why? Uh, what? Why? Why they thought it would fail? Like, yeah. Why? Why would it fail? Why would it not be able to compute the last two digits rolling over at the same time when all the other digits would roll over? Sim like you know, every ten years together. You know what I mean? It was, like, it was, two, yeah. two well, it was every... only in like uh, 1975 when like computers come around and basically it was because memory was expensive. So like it was like $10 to $100 per kilobyte. Right. You can imagine that. And, so did they uh, just think it was going to set off all the nukes and shit? I, I think they just thought that computers would crash, like literally crash, shut down or just not do the things they're supposed to. So it would affect things like public transport or hospitals, um, phone lines, utilities, like the power board, stuff like that, nuclear power plants. They thought wow. it would all shut off and uh, and nothing would work anymore. The 90s was the dark times. Man. It was the dark ages. <laughs> we had no idea about technology. I'm glad I don't remember that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> they put There was a lot put in place. You're going to... Well... This is a bit eye-opening, like some of the research that I did. Um, so it was it was something that needed addressing, but it just wasn't, the impact of it wasn't going to be as crazy as people thought. So the first person to publicly address it was called Bob Burma, Burma or Bob Bimmer, who noticed it in 1958, actually, and spent 20 years trying to raise awareness uh, with other programmers, IBM and the United States government. Uh, but nobody was listening to him. Um, His name was Bob Bimmer. Who the Bob fuck going to listen to Bob Bimmer? Bob Bimmer, Bob Bimmer. Let me see where he looks like. Sorry, Bimmer. Bob Bimmer, if you're still alive and listening, a fan of this podcast. It's actually kind of a cool name. <laughs> it's actually Robert the coolest Bimmer. name I've ever, I ever heard. <laughs> uh, 
No, you don't. Huh, never mind. It's a stupid name. <laughs> it's just like any Bob, guy. Oh, Bob B E M E R. Yeah. Bob Bemer. It looks like his name should just be called Bobamer. <laughs> Bobamer. But um, yeah, he 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 didn't get noticed at all. To be fair, um, it was the brokerage industry that first began to address the issue in in the nineteen eighties, and this is mostly because of uh, bonds and maturity dates. So to do with money, basically, um, right? And they reportedly spent over twenty million like addressing it by like hiring programmers and trying to update software and things like that. Wow. So, so this actually was a fucking issue that was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. What? It wasn't, it wasn't like a crazy world ending issue, but it was a computer issue. It happened though, like to certain systems, I'm guessing and shit. Yeah. That's ins- yeah get why? Like, is that because of like a ones and zeros thing? I'm, my- yeah. Literally, that's mad. Um, okay, wow. So yeah, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, the public um, got became aware of this, and few believed this would lead to a computer-induced apocalypse. With the damage damage caused, believed to cost between four hundred million and six hundred billion dollars to fix. So I don't know where they got bill. this number from, um, but yeah, they thought that if it if everything went down. It would cost a unpayable amount to fix it, so there would be no coming back. Um, so some stocked up on food, water, firearms, and backup generators, and withdrew cash as well in preparation. This is a, an absolutely unheard of thing. For, I've never heard about any of this. Mm. When you said Y two K, mate, I genuinely thought you just meant the turn of the millennium, like you know the big one that we've been through. I had no, no I, I am oblivious. Mm-hmm. I was just some innocent child. I've never heard about any of this. I hope I'm not alone. I hope there's people <laughs> in the audience who are going, Yeah, me too. Like it was it was literally like one of those things that's been mentioned here or there, like the different media and stuff, but obviously we don't learn about it or it's not something that's referred back to. It's just one of those things that came and went. It sounds like nobody wants I mean, to I, I... I had a fear of the whole Mayan calendar bullshit. I didn't know about mm. the ones and zeros resetting. I mean, I guess it stands to reason that this is the, in terms of the operating system, memory, storage, how things mm-hmm. run. If, it's, if it really established in the 70s, then it became a bit more public, a bit more common knowledge in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then 2000, something's going to change. I understand. I would imagine that there would be an element of caution or curiosity of what's going to happen. I didn't know it was as Charlie was saying, and even as you're explaining that, it was all about this. Like, there mm-hmm. was so much precaution and fear and thought about it. I didn't know any yeah. of this stuff happened. So, as you know, in actuality, very few errors occurred. Some believe this was due to preemptive efforts by programmers and IT specialists specialists to update the associated systems uh, with ma- within major companies and organizations. Uh, U.S. President Bill Clinton had organized efforts to minimize the damage and labeled Y2K as the first challenge of the 21st century. However, critics argue even in countries where little had been done and in sectors such as schools and small businesses, problems were minimal. Okay, well, good. It was was more of a lead up. 
that would fuck people up. Mm. <laughs> Hysteria. I'm guessing it became like public knowledge, but then because there's like that gap between, I'm guessing these were like higher educated people like mm. Bob Burma or, you know, whoever else was involved in like, you know, saying in the 50s, this is going to be an issue in Y2K. I'm guessing they were like scholars. And then the hysteria over the years got passed down to the people like me who would be like, oh my God, now we're all going to die. You know, if I was old enough, I was only a child back then. <laughs> yeah. And but, I reckon you know, it wasn't like properly, like publicly addressed. And I reckon even if it was, it still would have got the same reaction, really. Like people either saying, oh, well, it's all going to be in hand. It's not going to be a big deal. Or other people going, well, look, you're, you're not going to be able to withdraw money from the bank and you're not be able to call anyone or you're not be able to take a plane or yeah. get on the bus and the world's going to end yeah because then you just go down that rabbit hole and it like yeah. what if planes all shut off like they'll just be falling out the sky you know you just yeah. go down that fucking road exactly and that's not how it works <laughs> it doesn't lose power <laughs> it there was there was oh, yeah. work done in preparation uh and the total cost was said to have surpassed three hundred billion dollars, uh, which would be five hundred and ten billion as of uh, January twenty eighteen. Once inflation is taken into account, and the IDC calculated the US spent roughly one hundred and thirty four billion preparing for Y two K, and another thirteen billion fixing problems from two thousand to two thousand and one. Um, but yeah big sums still spent to try and avert uh there was a film called y2k that came out in 1999 yeah so yeah what was it about i'm guessing everything yeah like yeah that typical like um there was that film uh was it called 2021 or something uh 2012 2012 2012 yeah. yeah i guess it's it's on it's on that level but obviously about computer crashes um so it follows nick Cromwell, an mit trained y2k troubleshooter as he battles the effects of y2k including assisting a plane landing averting a meltdown at, and averting a meltdown at a nuclear plant what did I say about planes falling? They mm-hmm. instantly th- this was Hollywood's way to lay into the hysteria and make money out of it. For sure. Just, oh, it's fucking despicable, wasn't it? <laughs> Mad. Um other disasters that happen are a navy plane crashing, a patient dining surgery, and doors unlocking in a Texas pr- prison. Oh my god, my scalpel stopped working. <laughs> ah <laughs> Y2K. Why? Y2K. Why 2K? <laughs> Is that why? Uh, why? Why? Why 2K? So in, in terms of things that actually happened, uh, I picked out a few uh, standout ones nice. just to show you the, the level of the effects. So um, before the year 2000, in late 1998, the Com- Commonwealth Edison reported a computer upgrade intended to prevent Y2K glitch caused them to send a vill- the village of Oswego, Illinois, an erroneous electric bill for $7 million. What? So they, they tried to upgrade, upgrade their computer. Commonwealth yeah. Edison, I'm assuming that's a bank of some kind or something like that. Uh, and it 
cause them to send an onus electric bill. Probably because it got the date wrong and added up a bunch of backdated bills or something like that. Yeah, there's a couple of instances of that of that kind of thing. Um, On the 8th of February 1999, while testing Y2K compliance in a computer system monitoring nuclear core rods at Peach Bottom Nuclear Generating Station, instead of resetting the time on the external computer meant to simulate the date rollover, a technician accidentally changed the time on the operating system's computer. The computer hadn't been upgraded, and the date change caused all the computers at the station to crash. It took approximately seven hours to restore all functions, during which time workers had to use obsolete manual equipment to monitor plant operations. Oh. So that's basically somebody fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. I bet that cost money. Uh, Yeah. In November 1999, approximately 500 residents in Philadelphia received jury jury duty summons for dates in 1900. (laughs) (laughs) On on the 31st of December, as a direct result of the patch intended to prevent Y2K, computers at ground station control in Fort Belvoir, Virginia crashed and ceased processing information from five spy satellites. The military implemented a contingency plan within three hours by diverting their feeds and manually decoding the scrambled information. All normal functionality was stored on the 2nd of January 2000. So they lost control of their spy satellites as the uh, not even on New Year is that like 7 in the evening. Wow. You'd have thought they would have been at the forefront of updating their software. Mm. (laughs) But then maybe their software was so complex that it... I don't know. Chat shit. (laughs) How does it happen? They fucked up. (laughs) Maybe they just missed the notification. You know when it's like, you know, update your system now. Remind me later. Remind me later. later. (laughs) It was probably like... (laughs) It was the paperclip running the show. Oh yeah, back then, Mr. Paperclip. You want to update some stuff? Hypocrite, hey, like hell, Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the two thousand rolled over, it's like, oh, looks. I bet it was actually something like, um, like a time zone thing, because I bet on the thirty first of December at seven in the evening, it was probably like midnight in January first somewhere. That's and it like crashed it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, even if things were to fuck up on the, the clock turning over to 2000, the year 2000, mm-hmm. like you said, from one end of the world to the other, it's happening like gradually, depending on the regions of the world that you're in. So it's mm-hmm. like, if things are fucked up in Australia, well, they're, um, are they ahead or behind? I always forget. They are they're, they're ahead. ahead. They're ahead. Mm. So yeah, they, they would have had like New Year's ahead of us, like a whole mm-hmm. day. And it's like, well, okay. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's true. I didn't actually think of it that if this was an issue, they would have to go through it. People would have a different amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. things that happened on the 1st of January 2000. Oh, man. Uh, all of these problems were generally regarded as minor. Um, and consequences didn't always like show up at like midnight. And some pr- programs 
or this is mostly because some programs weren't even active or on at the time. Um, so I've got some from across the world. In Japan, uh, in Ishikawa, the Shika nuclear power plant reported <laughs> that radiation monitor equi equipment failed a few seconds after midnight. Officials said there was no risk to the public and no excess radiation was found. Um, okay. the, one of the largest cellular operators for mobile phones reported that some models of mobile telephones were deleting new messages received rather than the older messages as memory filled up. Oh, okay. It's yeah. probably because it's reading the, the newer messages as older ones. Yeah. Uh, in South Korea, uh, two hospitals in Gyeonggi province reported malfunctions with the equipment measuring bone marrow and patient intake forms, with one accidentally reg registering a newborn as having born in 1900s. No, well, <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> He's got a Benjamin Button who's waded through his whole <laughs> life now. <laughs> in, in Denmark, the first baby born on the 1st of January was recorded as being 100 years old. That is a real Benjamin Button right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, in Germany, a bank accidentally transferred 12 million Deutschmarks, equivalent to $6.2 million to a customer and presented a statement with, with the date 30th of December, 1899. Uh, the bank quickly fixed that transfer. Oh, I bet they did. <laughs> that guy was like, "Woo, happy Ooh. new year!" Uh, and it just—I think—I think I'm struggling to wrap my head around the concept of because to me it's just a meter, isn't it? Like it's mm -hmm. just a meter. It ticks up, and then when it gets over, why didn't everyone just go, "Okay, if this is actually going to cause a problem, just, when it when it gets to me, we'll just reset all of them." to zero and just turn the first one to two it's very easy that's all we have to do why is it causing problems why i think it was still i think that's probably basically what they did but i think it was just like on a, such a large scale like or in terms of numbers of computers to do it to and i reckon like all the big corporations and stuff had access to that first so that's why a lot of these things are happening in like banks across the world or different hospitals or schools and stuff at this point there wasn't many like well no in 2000 we were, no there wasn't a lot of like pcs were there like home, home no computing. not really so like there wouldn't have been a lot of people at home who could literally sit there and watch it do it on like a windows desktop so i guess it would just be big businesses so yeah mm. i don't know man the systems they were running on back then probably i can't fucking i wouldn't know but it's just to me, this is so wild. <laughs> like, did they not know memory it was? was... <laughs> they had a fucking yeah. long time. <laughs> oh shit! Weird. Um. Yeah, it's, it doesn't sound. It sounds crazy, but at the same time, it doesn't sound surprising. Like the consequences of these things are surprising, but something changing over something what it was very minuscule to us, because one, when none of us are really educated in this sort of area. I don't understand digitally. You know, if someone comes with their ones and zeros, it goes, no, it makes sense because it's, it can only compute to this point because of this memory and RAM. I'll be like, okay, maybe you can explain it. But mm. they were the experiment, experimental era sort of thing. Like mm. we're dipping our toe into, we're, we're transferring from sort of very mechanical to digital. 
So I think even now it sounds crazy. Like our phone could, you know, will go from 2001 to 2002. It will change the date. It will even change the time. Whereas before we had to manually change the time. I remember a stage where, you know, people would send Christmas or New, especially New Year's messages, maybe sometimes an hour or two before, because we knew that one you and everyone tried to send it on at midnight. Mm. It would crash. It would crash all the servers. Like it was, it was a certain bandwidth that you could only have access to. So I bet that didn't help Y two K. Like all the not. text messages flying around. I bet like that's probably why like phone service companies had a few mishaps. But people like, deleting everyone's like, Happy New Year messages. This fucking big back then. Anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. That was back when you had to actually like double click buttons to get different letters. Mm-hmm. I can still I do that. Still, yeah, same. I can <laughs> yeah. still. I used to do that working at Asda on the till without even looking. And my thumb, when I think about it, my thumb still knows where the buttons are and how to tap it. As long as Sorry. You layout. Working at Asda? How yeah. old were you when you had a fucking button phone? No, the till was... Surely you weren't over 18 and still had one. The iPhone was out by then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, 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 the only reason I bought a touch phone was I was in college in my twenty, in my early 20s and a girl asked me if I have WhatsApp and I was like I don't know what that is so <laughs> I, went, I went and got that was it it that was a was girl honestly, oh, okay. guys, but you had a phone with buttons until you were over 18 yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely nah sure. I know you are always a little bit behind but no no this was a that can't choice. be true I, I, I didn't want my only not it's not I was an obsolete of technology of touchscreen I had my iPad sorry my iPod my touchscreen iPod, and that was sort of like my one foot in the door. But I was like, I like, I like my phone. So yeah, I wasn't completely obsolete from touchscreen. It, I had my iPod, and that was my one foot in the door and one foot out. But I didn't get a touch phone, uh, touchscreen phone, until my early twenties. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I remember seeing it and being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people <laughs> found it very, very strange. But I just liked, it. I liked the simplicity. It was a strong phone. I still have it. But um, once you get it, I think the only good thing I can say about being late to something is it's so established by the time you get there that there's no bullshit. Like, I didn't have to go through the first-gen quirks. I, by the time I got it, it was, oh, I could get YouTube, Spotify. E- everything was on there. I was like, oh, cool. It's ready. It's, and it's a yeah. lot cheaper. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, that was my little phone story. Sorry to take it off topic. <laughs> God, you're old, man. I'm so old. I'm Benjamin Burden. Uh, just got a few more. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, in Italy, courthouse computers in Venice and Naples showed some inmates as having a hundred dis- additional years on their sentences. Oh, that's fucked. Oh, that's, <gasps> that's a dark one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, that surely got rectified, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> In Norway, a daycare center for kinder- kindergartners in Oslo offered a spot to a 105-year-old woman because the citizen's registry only showed the last two digits of the citizen's years of birth. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So she was... Does it come up as 05? Mm. <laughs> so like, oh, that's a weird or whatever. Thing, but okay. I guess, yeah, she would have been born in... 90, 1895 and it only showed like 95 say so for oh 1995 she could uh oh right she could join okay, the, uh, the daycare I, yeah that makes more sense I, I got that i thought you meant it just took the one out of them. 
<laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Years of birth. Although maybe, maybe it did. In New York, a video store accidentally generated a $91,250 late fee because the store computer determined a tape rental was over 100 years overdue. Uh, I could have saved that. Damn. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, that's basically the kind of things that were that were felt. <laughs> there was also a problem with, like, leap years. They couldn't really sort out how leap years worked. And that's something that was still felt until, like, up to 2020. Oh, damn. Mm. We're still trying to sort that out. Um, I think everyone's a little bit confused on that level, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the world caught on fire. And now we're patriots. <laughs> Y2K! We wouldn't know. I was so young. I barely remember the, the millennium. Oh, eight, yeah, eight years old. Yeah, I didn't know shit. No, I have memories of it. I remember people being excited. I remember a lot of, like, the... The, the the hats and glasses of the two thousand. I remember watching Friends, uh, and I, obviously I remember Ed Hunt being born because he was born end of end of two thousand. But it was like when I think of two thousand, it's him. I think and I remember him. like um the Millennium Wheel and the Millennium Dome. Yeah, oh yeah, big things. Yeah, yeah, the Millennium, yeah, the Millennium Dome. <laughs> that was Millennium Falcon. <laughs> that was <laughs> 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 Star Wars. But yeah, but, uh, that's it. That's uh, that's my little surprised. bit on Y two K and uh, actually really apocalypse. Yeah, I that no was really idea, man. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, cool. Enjoyed so, it. Um, before I move on to one last thing that I prep, just to kind of bring it back to a little bit of us again, because we were talking about memories and stuff of us, but one popped into my head, and I've still got a, a little memorabilia from that time. I know we've had some New Year's like this. I've had some odd New Year's where it's just been the family or we've been busy, we've all been separate and I've had it a little bit of the family and maybe I've seen like one of you and it's been comfortable, it's been nice. But in terms of an event, I don't remember how many of us there were. I think it was me, Fraser, Charlie, Rikesh, Videsh and Chris. I think. Do you remember at one point in my shed, in my room, I had the red sofa facing the television. Do you remember yeah. I had the, I used to have the, the that that big yeah, yeah. I remember I remember a bunch of us sitting in there, <laughs> and I remember us counting down watching the television. There wasn't much in there, probably just the TV and speakers, and it was like an empty room. And I remember counting down with you guys, like three, two, one, and we all before we could even get to a happy new year, all I heard was bang, and it something just popped around the room, like, pum, 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 like it bounced, and it wasn't a big room. And I turned around and I see Fraser with a bottle of champagne, and this oh, yeah. he just got it. And it's just ricocheted around the room. We all fucking ducked down for cover, man. Um, I've just got that vivid memory of that fear. I've still, <laughs> that PTSD. I've still got that call. You still got it the call. back. <laughs> I've got it uh, hung up. I got it framed on my wall. But um, that's one New Year's I will never forget. I don't remember exactly what we did. We probably played cards, played games, music, and just mm. laughed. Just watch uh, stuff. Yeah. On the... Did we? Did we have it up on like the TV, like the the, the fireworks. Thames fireworks and probably stuff? yeah. We probably switched over about ten to or quarter to or something. Yeah, yeah it's that always just good to spend it with mates. Mm-hmm. Like I think that I think Sahan nailed it. Christmas is for family. New Year's is a great time to spend with your friends. There's yeah. always good memories. 
100%. Thank you for all of them, guys. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you too, man. But, um, we have to make yeah, some more. We will, man. We always friends. More <laughs> friends, yeah. More oh, friends. That's Fraser's way of saying, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> more memories. We'll sort something out. Fraser surely. just turns 20. his camera around. It's just a room full of his other friends. Like, it's like, these are them. Bye. <laughs> 2025 Blue Jacks on. surely <laughs> Blue Jacks how dare you <laughs> but yeah a uh, good point for an ad break I think ad break ad break in 3 2 1 ad break happy ad break happy ad break hey everyone we're just taking a moment here to let you know some more details about the podcast and the direction we're going we wanted to let you know that we now have a Gmail account where we would love to hear from you, connect to you, and get to know you all just a little bit better. So if you have any questions or comments that you might have, please don't hesitate and get in contact with us at rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's right, Rikesh. Another way to get closer to the potty is our amazing but highly under-advertised Instagram page where you can find a collection of our funny and silly ads with visuals for your entertainment, as well as updates on the potty through our Instagram story, and where naturally you can also message us there as well. Find us at Red Jacks on Podcast on Instagram, and we hope you enjoy. Lastly, we are having plans of developing the podcast, extending outside of our hobbies and getting closer to our own individual passions. For me, being a trained therapist, my passion as well as profession is to help people, connect to people and share any tools and techniques that may be helpful to yourselves. And so, to bring the podcast and therapy world that little bit closer, I'm planning on creating an additional Agony Uncle style podcast to the Red Jackson family, where you can send us any mild to moderate issues and challenges you or someone you know may need any advice or guidance on where myself, as well as the boys, and any special guests can help and advise you and delve deeper into the therapy world. So please, message us on rjopoddy at gmail.com as mentioned above, and let's begin. If, however, you find yourself or someone you know in need of more specific, dedicated, one-to-one long-term help, then please contact me directly at sirhanavctherapy at gmail.com. That is S-E-R-H-A-N for November avci therapy at gmail.com or find me on the counseling director under Sirhan Avsi as mentioned. I hope to help, I hope to guide, and I hope to empower you all. Please find all the relevant details in the description below. I hope you enjoyed and possibly found a new way to get involved and for all of us to connect further. And now we've taken enough of your time. Back to this amazing episode of Red Jackson. And now we're back after the ad break. We are we got no money. It's cold. <laughs> we've got a whole other year to go through. A whole whole rest God, of the podcast to go through. Motherfucking <laughs> for, for for real, do we actually have more? I, I don't I don't I have a little bit more. Um and you've got another I, quiz, I, right? So I've got a choice that we can do. I can either do a quiz or just some trivia. I don't want to do both. I don't want to push this past nine because I am tired. What kind yeah, of trivia? Say, I'm knackered. Um, just little New Year resolution, and not New Year resolution, New Year um, traditions that, around the world that people do. Okay. Not my list, someone else's list. Yeah, I'll hear that. I mean, my one's yeah. on specifically on Japanese New Year traditions. 
uh, don't mind ending on that. Yeah, that's cool. So you you want me to go now? Yeah. Okay. So we've had a little bit of personal stuff to talk about. We've had a quiz. Fraser's enlightened me on why 2K is not a festival. (laughs) It was almost a very, very strongly inconvenient, almost traumatic event. But now we move on to this after the ad break, this last segment. So I've got some odd little trivia. Um, there's about 19, but I can just just pick pick uh, just a few of the favourites as we go through it. It's some good And ones. these are some New Year traditions around the world. Now, obviously, I I read them. There's even one about the UK, and I'm like, yeah, kind of. Mm. It doesn't really represent everyone's traditions, but it, it exists within that country. So the first one I'm going to read to you is, in Germany, the New Year's tradition is watching Dinner for One, which is, and this is, it mentions that it's this is in some European countries, including Austria and Germany, watching the black and white British comedy sketch recorded in 1962 has become traditional viewing on New Year's Eve. Some diehard fans even make the four-course dinner featured in the 18-minute sketch itself. Oh, okay. okay, wait, it's a British comedy from 1962. Called Dinner for One. I have no idea what this is. Dinner for One? Interesting. I've never heard of that. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna just quickly Google. It might be one of those things that when we see it, I'll be like, "Oh, 1963 yeah. film, film, right? Comedy film." Yeah, it's an 18 minute sketch. Okay, yeah, I can I see. I can see why I think people would watch it. It seems like it seems like a butler and uh, a woman, and he's serving her dinner. And it looks like there's probably a load of shenanigans that go down <laughs> during that oh, dinner. So it's, it's kind of you said that like you were from the, the era. <laughs> uh, shenanigans and tomfoolery. <laughs> Why Tom? It's a bit Thomist, isn't it? Fool fool foolery. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one for German. Next one is mentioning is actually England. So it says uh listening to Big Ben's, which we know is the Queen Elizabeth Tower, but technically it's true, listening to Big Ben's bell toll. Yeah. Yes, and no, it's kind of there. I mean, we watch the fireworks online or if you're in the actual, like, central bit of parliament area, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, the fireworks go up, and then you hear the boom. Yeah, boom. it's there. It also it's kind of iconic. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's kind of iconic. For, for London... The first thing you think of is Big Ben, and so if you think of New New Year's in London, the first thing you're going to think, well, I think of fireworks, then I think of the tower because it shows the tower for the whole fucking minute on TV. Yeah, I wonder does. if it's, it's because true. um true. I feel like maybe it's like a recent thing where it's kind of been pushed to the back of memory because the fireworks are always around the Millennium yeah. Wheel or the Millennium Eye. Yeah, um, and even then Big the, Ben's just like yeah. across in the background. Even mm. the picture frames the fireworks, the wheel, and and it's true when I do think mm. back I don't ever take it to my own I'm not always like oh look it's Big Ben's tolling but I'm like it's true I always hear that sound and there is that sense of it's official we're in the new year yeah yeah yeah. it's, it's actually kind of like a, a hammering home isn't it? it's a nice hammering home yeah, a familiar yeah, hammering yeah. home every year dun dun you're still here <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're Charlie, alive you did it, it. Time to do it all again. (laughs) 
So in Puerto Rico, it says cleaning your home. In many countries, Puerto Rico included, it's customary to start the year by cleaning everything. And we mean everything. The idea behind it is simple. Out with the old and in with the new. In short, if you start the year fresh, it will continue that way. Interesting, interesting. I kind of like that. Not necessarily the idea of doing a chore, but the philosophy of throwing out what didn't work and keeping what did. Mm. So is it like the moment midnight strikes, they're just like, go! And it's just like, <laughs> maybe, cleaning. Maybe. That sound, I'm not going to lie. Sounds kind of fun and productive. This like, is a, just, just to give it a bit of context, this is a... Um, a list from Glamour magazine online. Don't know okay. why, but it's just weird. You you this... subscribe to Glamour magazine, have you? Because <laughs> you pick it's up the salon. Is is there a problem, Fraser? No. Is there an issue in my just... subscriptions? I you want to were... go, bro? I think he's more of a Vogue kind of guy. So... Yeah, I How thought he was more of a Vogue kind of guy. No, I, I took the BuzzFeed quiz. Am I am I a Vogue guy or am I a Glamour guy? <laughs> I'm a pineapple. Got... Depends on what you have for breakfast. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I am a bedazzled type of guy. So, in Italy, and I can ask Tanya this at one point, it is it is considered good luck to be wearing red underwear as the ball drops. How and when this practice start is disputed, but why not give it a try? We'll wear any uh, underwear color in the new year if it means a bright future ahead. So for Italy, it's about wearing red underwear. That, you know, the context it. of... <laughs> oh, nice. They should. Everyone oh, has to oh. just drop down to their underwear. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> Whoever's not wearing red, you're like, ha! ha! <laughs> just beat him up. Get him! Oh, no! And you said... Uh, when you said the ball dropped, <laughs> it took me a minute to actually think about what the fuck you were talking about. I was like, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> they have to wear red underwear when? When the balls drop. Oh, God damn. How, how, do they, how do they preemptively know? <laughs> I still haven't. Oh, my God. Mine are still up there. Three, two, one. One. <laughs> Base. So. For Norway and Denmark, the tradition is celebrating with a towering cake. Oh. So again, this is a word that I cannot pronounce. Kran, kran sekake. Kran That's sekake. perfect. Kran sekake. Thank you. As you know, but thanks. <laughs> a traditional ringed cake, often made with at least 18 layers, is eaten in both Denmark and Norway on New Year's Eve. The sugary layers, which look like cookies, are held together with a tasty royal frosting it does look nice I'm mm-hmm. mate that it's sounded like a... sick 18 layers of cookie and cream yeah so it's like a Bruh. it's like almost like a christmas tree shape it's a little bit pointed like a pyramid and it's like one cookie Ooh. and it goes oh, actually you know what i'll be honest with you it looks more like very thin donuts because there's a hole in the middle so imagine like a cookie mm. with a hole and it's just layered like that and it's just got some icing yeah what's this called hang on i'm googling it because <laughs> i'm dribbling you'd be five okay. K R A N K R A N N S E S E K A K E Ah, got it. Kraniskage. Oh my god, look at it. That's epic. <gasps> oh my god, was that someone make that on Bake Off? Fuck off. No, they didn't. That looks good, man. 
oh, I just love that you'd like eat the top one like a donut. Like, yeah, that's fine. Second one, like, oh, look at this little bit of a bigger donut. And by the bottom, you're just like, fucking look at this pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd cane that. Awesome. I want that as my wedding cake, mate. That's That looks good. Is it only Christmas, though? New Year's. Would it be like having... Uh, sorry, New Year's. It said Christmas on that, though. Oh, maybe. Because I, I, mean, I just saw the word Christmas. Maybe it's they're so tight. They're so tightly like associated. You, you can do Christmas yeah. as well. Norwegian Christmas cake. Epic. That's what it said. Nice, okay, though. This one, this one is a strange one. I would imagine maybe it exists in some parts, but we're from the UK, so we have ideas of Ireland. So Ireland, it says banging bread against the wall. Charlie's nodding his head like you know this. Is this something you've heard of? Um, no, I just know that the Irish would do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow, we're really going there. Is that, that's not offensive. You just said they do it. And I just, I could see the Irish doing that. That's fine. I don't know. It says apparently Why not? ward off evil spirits. <laughs> Families in Ireland make way for a healthy and prosperous new year by banging loaves of Christmas bread against the walls and doors throughout the home. I don't know anything about this. We have Irish friends. I've never known Danny to do this. Yeah, we should have got... Oh, no, I've seen Danny banging some bread, but it, it weren't like that. It was when we were young. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't knock. <laughs> Danny, Danny just got it wrong. Bang bread! I got it. Bang. I'm practicing. Bang, 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 bang. I'm practicing. Close the door. <laughs> I'm waiting for the ball to drop. Oh, dear. Barney, what are you doing in my bed? This is not a sharing experience. <laughs> I just go back to back with him. I say, Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Danny's got his Irish bed. Charlie's got his Hovis. <laughs> Let's do this. So, yeah, I brought my own. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that did get weird. It always does. So, Bread in fetish. Colombia. It is um, tradition to place three potatoes under the bed. On New Year's Eve, Colombian households have a tradition called Aguero, I'm assuming it's pronounced, of placing three potatoes under each family member's bed. One peeled, one not, and the last one only partially peeled. At midnight, each person grabs, grabs one with their eyes closed, and depending on the potato they select, can either expect a year of good fortune Financial struggle or a mix of both. Oh, that's cool. But it's a bit fucked for your kids yeah. to pick it up and be like, oh, chili. have a bad option. Yeah, to no have a bad option. No pocket money for financial you struggle again. Yeah. <laughs> like every fucking year. <laughs> Just break down. Just pull out a gun. No, done. <laughs> no, Timmy, no. It's just a potato. It's a potato gun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, what about the kids? Yeah. How is a kid going to? You throw the potato at them, or you just don't give them any pocket money. You're like, ah, oh, oh, financial struggles. Oh, I thought you meant that when you said you throw it at them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I believed you. Hey, <laughs> so, last two in Greece, hanging an onion outside the door. Not only are onions a kitchen staple, they can also bring you good luck for the year ahead. In Greece, it's tradition to hang an onion outside your door, believed to symbolize fertility and growth, thanks, thanks to its ability to sprout on its own. The onion is hung on the door after church service on New Year's Day. Okay. Really leaning into the before. onion. I've hmm. not heard that either. I think I, I think, no, I think I had heard that. 
Oh, I've, I've not heard of that before. Hmm. I, I, I feel like there's a reason, other than... Yeah, no, well, I can't remember. Don't worry about it. Google it if you're interested. <laughs> um, so, in Mexico, it is tradition to uh, give the gift of homemade tamales. 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 It is a type of food. So, in Mexican, in Mexico, families gather to make uh, New Year's Eve food, specifically tamales or tamales. I think it's tamales. Which are corn dough stuffed with meat, cheese, and veggies, all wrapped in husk. That sounds nice. And then hand them out to loved ones on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Day, the warm pockets are often served with menudo, a traditional Mexican soup made from cow's stomach. I, oh, oh. oh, I would. I happily, I would try anything. I mean, it's called men- menudo. <laughs> it's called menudo. I would have no. it. Cool. And um, yeah, so I might do. You know, what? I'm not even going to say I'm not going to do a bonus one because Fraser is going to go into a different culture tradition. I'm going to call that my bonus one. Fraser is the beautiful cool. end and extension of me. Well, it's 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 interesting, like all these traditions, and um, some of them are shared as well, like similar kind of things. And actually, in Japan, uh, well, Japanese New Year is called Shogatsu, and it's actually celebrated more than Christmas. So it's like a, it's it's bigger than Christmas. It's a like a family event, and they will yeah, even makes... like, yeah, they will even like give out um like New Year's cards, and exchange gifts. That's mm. awesome. Do they have Christmas in Japan? I'm not not. I don't want to sound racist. I just genuinely don't know. It's I can't imagine the Christian communities. It is massive. more of a Western thing that I come across. Mm. But it's it's not more important than New Year's. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's even a little bit to speak a bit from home. I mean, obviously, I was brought up in the UK. It's it's a Christian based country. It's in the West. I've been raised around Christmas, and we, I would say, for for a lot of the UK, ninety nine percent of us are, are are around it as in a physical tradition than a uh, a cultural religious significance. Mm. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you celebrate whomever you are. You're around. It's nice to be part of the festivities. I mean, I know that at least in my culture, the, the act of again, as you kind of said, phrase like present giving. Mm-hmm. In my culture, as it's typically more is Islamic, uh, you know, you don't do Christmas. It doesn't really exist. It, it, that's based with, within Christianity, and you will do traditionally in old school more of your gift giving at New Year's. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, don't be wrong. You go to Cyprus. You go to New Year's. I'm sorry, you go to Turkey. They they celebrate Christmas because it's just like I said, it's just. A culturally sort of accepted thing, and it's nice to celebrate it. But um, yeah. I know that at least for us culturally, it was traditionally New Year's was the time to give presents. Yeah, not and it just I mean, kind it makes of makes sense. sense. Yeah, it's natural, right? Yeah, it's, it's like this is actually the turn of our years that we mark as history. Mark as celebrate. You know, yeah, mm. it makes sense. Um, so yeah, they go big, and there's many tourist attractions and fun things to do. If a store and restaurants are closed and getting around can be difficult, uh, people will throw things like a bonenkai, which is like a forget the year party. It's an end of year party for friends and co-workers to forget the trouble and stress of the year about to finish. Uh, oh, nice. Recently, countdown parties have become popular in large cities and fireworks are not typically a thing that's uh, that are used. Really? Yeah. 
It's not really I would have thought effect. Japan would have been big on fireworks. No, wow. Japanese are more like they're quite reserved people. Mm. So if if they're going to do anything, yeah. it's going to be fairly small time. There's going to be meaning for it. It's going to be based around family. Did was it Japan that had the drone air show? Like all the have been doing all the drone air show things. Sounds familiar. I think it was. You know. Mm. Because that was, I think that was a New Year thing. Oh no! Oh no! No, that was a. I think it's a Pokemon thing, actually. Mm. I think it was an advert for Pokemon. But yeah, it was. It yeah. I just remember it being really like spectacle. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of being idiot and just kind of thinking China have massive fireworks, so maybe Asia, all of Asia does. But yeah, interesting. No, they're not. They're not into it. People do like use fireworks and stuff, but you have to go to certain areas. Like they don't do it in city really. So oh, that's peaceful. Yeah. Maybe we go Japan <laughs> for a New Year's trip. Would be a yeah, good show. Calm. Calm, yeah. Some of these traditions might make you want to go. Um so like uh like with the uh was it Puerto Ricans that you mentioned, uh they have a tradition called Usuji, which means big cleaning where they'll clean every inch of the house and they'll do this before New Year's. So they'll come into the new year with uh, a very clean house. I like that. Like a fresh, like that. yeah. And then you wreck it. Yeah. Yeah. Wreck it. They'll do things like even move the fridge out of the way and clean under the fridge and things like that. Places nice. you wouldn't tend, tend to go. Uh, you'd give every kid a room, you know, you'd be like, right, first ones like the best the best one gets a present or you know mm. i think that's a great idea it's a great idea any any reason to be productive at the same time is fun it's a good shout mm. um they've got traditional food that they'll eat on new year uh we've got toshikoshi soba which is it's called the year crossing noodle uh you can get Ooh. different types of noodles uh it's it's quite simple actually it's like just a very simple dish um You'd use buckwheat soba noodles, hot dashi broth, which is just dried bonito Ooh. flakes, scallion garnish, uh, and you can add optional oh. toppings as well. Oh, it looks good. Looks oh. good, doesn't it? Do you know what it is? Like a lot of the like New Year's kind of food stuff, it always looks very warm and like when you eat it, it's gonna like warm you up from the inside, kind I'm, of. I'm, yeah. I'm you, yeah, one of the best food combinations ever is ramen, in my opinion. Ramen oh, I love just tick. <sighs> All the you have the stew, you have the soup, you have noodles, you can have meat, you can have fish, you can have vet, and it just ticks every box, man. You literally mm. gives you like chopstick, or at least for us, a fork and the spoon because it knows that you're gonna need both of those. Te- yeah, hands down, mm-hmm. one of my favorite foods. It's like a hot drink meal. It's so good. Like it will yeah, fill you yeah, up completely, exactly but it's that. like also having a hot drink at the same time. That's and your whole that. body. You'd have that carb with it that would just like fill there you is. up and sit. Yeah, sit there. Oh God, yeah. There is, Hold a, very, there is a very large community of, of Japanese people in Scotland. I did not. Even oh really? Know. There is some very nice, authentic sense. Japanese restaurants here. That I would love to take you guys at one point. Oh, the list. Yeah, you're paying. Let's do it. The first time I went to a Japanese restaurant, right? I went with Tanya. I've never been like to a proper authentic style. Like it was beautiful. They had post-it notes. You could scribble everywhere. They had samurai suits everywhere. And it was like, I don't know. Just, it was very traditional and very nice. I was like, Tanya, I am trying one of everything. 
I have no regrets to this day. It was some of the best food I've ever eaten. But guys, I promise you, between the both of us, I spent two hundred pounds on that bill. Wow! Oh my I like, god! I, no, I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this right. Did you literally get one of know. everything? I I got one of everything. I think I got like a starter plaque that kind of allowed me to try a little bit of everything. But I got a massive bowl of ramen, and I literally just went in. I to be fair, in, like two hundred pounds—that's not two... too bad. It's not too bad considering how much I had. I had two mm-hmm. tables worth of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you I were had... to go into any restaurant and pay like for one item of everything, you'd probably come to a big amount. But yeah, especially in I mean, that's a great way to do it with with Japanese food because if you could then know what you like when you go to any Japanese yeah, yeah, restaurant yeah. from then on, I, yeah, it's a great idea. I had the experience. I think I think I may have not got one or two things that may have clashed with the overall meal. And ever since after that, I'm never going to eat like that again. But I'm like, nope. I'm doing this, and I was visiting Scotland at the time. I'm on a holiday mode. I've got spending money. I'm going to do this like a tourist. Let's do it. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Nice. So they also have uh, uzuni, which is mochi soup. So the rice cakes. Oh. Uh, and the ingredients vary by region, really. So you can get Kanto version, which is like chicken with fish cakes and different Kanto. veg. Oh. Yep. Kanto region Sick. is a real thing. Sick. Uh, Kansai region, which is Sato Imo, which is taro root, and Daikon, which is like a winter radish. Okay. okay. Uh, you can also get Osechi, which is like bento boxes, but big, like big bento boxes. And they're usually themed, like depending on what gets put in them. So, for example, a Dai Dai Jubako. Uh, which means f- from generation to generation is configured in a way which means it's uh, like a, a wish for children or like fertility kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Kamaboko, uh, which color, the color and shape of it is reminiscent of the Japanese rising sun. Nice. Uh, and Tezukuri, which means rice paddy maker. Which is supposed to represent a abundant harvest. You're making oh. me so hungry, man. You're making, <laughs> yeah, you're making me so I think I was hungry when I read I've this. Stopped, I've stopped googling stuff at this point. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You listing off this stuff for Japan on New Year's Eve, you actually have sold it to me a little bit because my mm-hmm. biggest fear about going to Japan was eating uh, was food because I'm very I like like meat. Mm-hmm. And I know it's very fish over there, and but I do love ramen and everything you said about the food on New Year's just sounds fucking banging i'd even <laughs> eat a radish <laughs> you, yeah you generally get a lot of choice of toppings and stuff like that it just yeah depends on where you go i think we should do it i mean that is rikesh's dream he's mm-hmm. got i would love to be able to do a, got I, a year to I've save. Said, well yeah but I mean, i've always wanted one holiday one trip one experience in the east because that's the only part of the world i've not explored i just yes, want to same. do Japan, China, or India, I would happily do either of those, or even a mix of them. Mm. I think it's ironic. My last Maybe. name is Eastwick, and I've never been to the East. <laughs> oh. Wow. You'd be the first of your clan. Yeah, but Maybe. Like, yeah, you would get there, the Eastwick. But what if it's like, what if you just catch on fire because a wick? <gasps> that's why wow. that's why fire. we don't do it ah. just straight back on the plane this is why we love maybe we should look into it another a little red jacks on holiday we haven't done one for the four of us in a long time 
that would be cool. I'm down. Fraser sold it. Fraser brought. I feel like Fraser did this on purpose. Why Japan, Fraser? Well, I am going Japan, but I just thought oh, okay. the most oh! interesting, the most oh. interesting one, or the one that I wanted to research anyway, was uh, Japanese New Year. That's cool, man. And the, nice. When are you going? Uh, I'm going in April, end of April. Nice, nice, nice. man. It's it's one of those ones. If you were to think about it, um, yeah, definitely start saving. Uh, look at flights, and then figure out how much you're going to save in terms of um, spending money. Mm. And apparently, I going think... over there, you'd want like between two and three weeks if you're going to move around. Wow. If you're just going to visit somewhere, it's like any other holiday. I, I would mm. book it well in advance. I would do one mm. of those companies that I could book it two years in advance, pay it off monthly, and then save up my spending money on the side. Good job. Mm. That way, that way, it's a bit more guaranteed for me. Yeah, I think same. I don't have like a good couple of because again, it's like that restaurant. If I'm going to go somewhere like Japan, I'm going to do it right. Yeah. I want to do it right. This is not like a little Europe that I can jump in and out of. I, I could. I'm, this might be once in a lifetime, so I would like to do it justice. So, Fraser, you go. How long are you going for? 19 days, something like that. God damn, that's, that's a good holiday. Yeah, that's, that's a nice Moving thing. around. That's, a, that's, that's, that's not dipping that's... your toe, that's a whole foot in the door. That's a mm. whole leg. Like mm. say, you got to do it right. You can, you can do a potty when you get back from there. Let us know how it went. For sure. Yeah, For sure. do a Japan potty. Yeah, that would be cool. Nice. Looking forward right. to it. So, <laughs> Homework! <more> Great. <laughs> it's a working holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Always. So, um, more traditions. Uh, so, Otoshidama is the tradition of handing a small amount of money to children in an envelope. Uh, and I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that in adverts. Have you actually? Advert. Okay. Yeah, because it's, um, it's, it's actually like, and the children are like encouraged to look forward to it as well. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not like one of those things like, oh, we've got to give the kids some money now and the kids are like oh maybe we'll get some money or not it's like oh kids you're gonna get some money and on otoshidama and uh you know it's gonna happen and it's is reserved for children specifically as well so what qualifies when (laughs) when do you stop because if i just shave you know (laughs) (laughs) you lose about 20 years yeah maybe you could make it work i have a mental age of a six-year-old they would take money off of you, mate. Oh, <laughs> they just mugged me. Fuku <laughs> um, Bukuro is a, a tradition where you can get mystery bags from retailers. So they'll pack a bag uh, and everything that's in the bag is usually worth more than what you're buying the bag for. Uh, and people will line up for days to get these because they know they're going to they're gonna sell out fast. That's cool. It's a it's a surprise bag. Yeah, mm. that's cool. It's like Black Friday, but with a surprise. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many festivals and music that go on. Uh, there's specials on TV that air only once on New Year's Eve. Uh, customs can vary from region to region and household to household, but things will be going on. Uh, people play different games reserved for new years uh one called hagoita which is basically badminton but without the net uh and they'll have small decorated wooden paddles which act as good luck charms so the 
action of it is supposed to represent batting away bad luck. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. That's kind of cool. Uh, we've got Taco Age, where, which is basically kite flying, like home decorated kites. Uh, and those would signify good luck as well, the designs, whatever design you'd paint on those. Man, can you imagine how much luck these guys must have if they do all these things? A lot of them are for mm. luck. They'd be really lucky for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. Except that That's one cool. kid that finds uh, the financial difficulty potato under the bed. And they're like, that means nothing <laughs> now. <laughs> they, walk, they get out of bed and they step on the potato and slip. Karuta is a card game. Uh, the Portuguese traders introduced this to um, introduced playing cards to Japan sometime in the 16th century, which is where the name com- comes from. Uh, so one player reads out a poem or well-known pro- proverb, and the player has to identify the card that matches that proverb. And there okay. could be like there could be like hundreds, and they actually teach this in school to get the kids to learn the poems and stuff. I've played games like this before. Mm. That have similar sort of guideline rules where it's like someone will show you, let's say, an image card or like a statement or something, and you have to kind of find the card that is is relevant to within your deck. Sounds your like hand. a cool game, to be fair. Yeah, there's a lot of games like that. It's fun. Um, so Joya no Kane is a Bells of New Year's Eve. So it's a Japanese Buddhist, Buddhism's old tradition told to have come from China, where temples ring 108 bells between New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, it's a well-known tradition that's televised. Uh, and the reason it's 108 is apparently the number of excessive desires that a human has. So by listening to the bell, you'll be able to forget all about these excessive des- desires, apparently. And okay. enter the new year with a fresh mind. Ding clear. Yeah, I get that. 108 dings. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Please stop the bell, please. But he ate more, <laughs> Sirhan. It's like factory resetting yourself, man. It's just, it's just, it's a, I would need more bells than that to factory reset, but yeah. I kind of like that idea. I like the idea of a sound just like clearing your mind. Yeah, that's cool. That's really I therapeutic. A film of meditation. Of, mm. Imagine if that was associated to like Big Ben. We hear it, and it's not just the start of the new year, but the element of is clearing the air for us. Like there was an association like that would have been a nice little touch. Mm, it's true. It um, is the sound of Big Ben that like makes me rem- remember it, though. You know what I mean? It's not even the the image of Big Ben. It's always that sound. Sound, yeah. yeah. Every year. I never really thought about it though. So I guess it is more traditional no. than I actually thought about. It doesn't like have a meaning. It's just more about the monument and one of those icons of London. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just makes definitely. you remember it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But if there was a, a meaning behind it, it, would be nice. It makes just the association a little bit more deeper, a bit more personal. I agree. Mm. Right. So last few. Um, so January 1st symbolizes joy and no obligations. Uh, Japanese homes are decorated with pine, bamboo and plum trees to ring in the new year. Uh, Hatsushinode means the first sunrise of the year or is a tradition represented in the, the first sunrise of the year. Uh, 
It's a popular tradition with popular locations including Mount Fuji and Mount Goraiko, which is where you can see Mount Fuji from. So if you want to see Mount Fuji and watch the sunrise, you'd go to that mountain. Cool. Yeah. Hatsumode is the first shrine visit of the new year. Many people go to visit the shrine on January 1st, 2nd or 3rd in order to pay their respects and also wish for a happy and healthy year with families all visiting together. Uh, drawing Omikuji, a slip of paper with random fortune written on it, so picking a random fortune, uh, is part of the custom when visiting the, a temple or shrine. A standard Omikuji contains a poem and short details of what to expect in the near future, but some places of worship have gone far beyond a simple slip, creating small pieces of art that make great collectibles or souvenirs. That's definitely something I'd want to do. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, that does sound cool. It's, it sounds like a big event. Like, apparently it gets quite crowded, and I think, because everybody's going with, like, every member of their family to these different shrines. Mm. Uh, and finally, we have Hatsuyume, which is the first dream of the new year. So the Japanese believe that the subjects oh. of the first dreams of the year are representative of what one's upcoming year will be like. Oh, so no. If specific imagery or, or themes are conjured up in one's dream, it's a sign that the individual, it could be a sign that the individual has a, yucky, a lucky year ahead. Apparently, the luckiest dreams are the ones about eggplants. It's all based on the pun. So the Japanese word for eggplant is nasu, which also means to accomplish or fulfill. So... If you have oh, okay. a dream about eggplants, they expect you to be able to achieve something in that year. And there's there's all kind of things from like hawks to um, smoking and all different things, which mean different stuff. But it's all generally positive stuff. Mm. But I mean, yeah, it'd be like, weird to have negative stuff. There'll be that one guy that just is like sitting there with a hawk flying over him while smoking with an eggplant in his hand. Like, yeah. I'm gonna rock I got all of them. And then, there's the, then there's the other guy who just wakes up, looks under his bed in his dream, and is like, "Oh my god, it's the eggplant!" And then pulls out that potato. And I was like, "God damn it, no! <laughs> this isn't even my cultural tradition. Why do I keep dreaming of this fucking half-filled potato?" There are a lot of traditions. War. Is that? I mean, I know, like, obviously, there will be different sections and different parts and places that these people do different things. Mm-hmm. But like, I was thinking, like, compared to the UK. There's, I don't even, I don't think I could name that many different, like, big traditions that we have. Oh, really? Sharing a drink New Year. on New Year's and watching fireworks. A kiss on New Year's. Is that that is kind of like a Western oh, thing, yeah, isn't I it? Guess like, so, you yeah. get your, your first kiss on Rocking up what? What song? That's, I've never heard of that. Is it? No, I know what song she's talking about. Where you link arms and sing what? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like old song something. I know, I know what she's talking about. I was reading about that a minute ago. Hold on. Old song? What the hell? Oh, just hmm. an old song. Okay. Oh. That doesn't sound familiar either. Is it, it's a British no, thing? So it's called. It's, so I've, I've got this in the list. Um, it, it's called. As the bells told, don't be surprised if a huge circle forms, people link hands around Big Ben and start singing a traditional song called Auld Lang Syne. 
Auld Lang Syne. Okay. Sorry, yeah. just Jade's yeah. kind of chiming <laughs> 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 <Time> in. Interesting. <laughs> He's right, though. Well, how's it go? Can, can you just sing it? Can someone sing it? And I'll go, oh, I know it. Or I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh, you sing it every fucking year, but you don't I know, know it. It's <laughs> <laughs> right around the corner, Jade. You're not going to know what you're doing. Okay, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sahan's going to find it. I'm going to put it on for like two seconds for us. And I'll play a little bit more for us. We'll cut it out after about five seconds. I don't think there'll be copyright on this. You should be fine. It sounds like okay, an okay. old, old song. Give me a second. So this is by Rod Stewart, and it's about a song. Oh, it's by Rod in 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 English-speaking countries that says that it says goodbye to the old year and hello to the new year. Oh, hold on. This is just a YouTube advert. He's playing it after the YouTube advert. <laughs> Can you hear it? Sing the things, da da da, da 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 da. Yeah, that's. I thought that was just a Christmas oh, song. I thought that was just like an English thing. I thought it was just a Christmas song. Don't they? Interesting. Oh, interesting. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah, Rod Stewart. Oh, oh, cool. They should just. They should actually just play that song, like out in public or something like that like i don't think it i've was. heard that for a long time yeah i haven't heard that for a long time it is nice though it's, i think the associate it was mentioned on the list but i didn't say it because i was like i don't know what this is i've never mm. heard of this thing but listening to it, i'm like right i know exactly yeah, yeah. I, just, I thought it's a christmas song to be honest so um yeah, yeah. I, was... I, I like these japanese traditions because it's like it's it's really about like washing away the last year and entering the new one fresh, and yeah. it sounds really like therapeutic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The bell one stood out to me the most. I think I I think I could actually sit there and listen to one hundred and eight, just ding, ding, just to like uh, in the process of like this is clearing my mind. I think mm. it actually would eventually just help me clear my mind. It sounds like a very nice meditative state. I mean, it's. Traditions are those things where if you believe in it, it can work for you. If you don't, then it, it, it's either it's either something you're used to, it's normalized, it might bug you, it might annoy you. Mm. It, it all depends, and especially if we're listening as outsiders. You know, we listen to something, we have that excitement of culture shock. But what it might mean to them there, yeah, it might be different. But yeah, of course, yeah, I would like the idea of a bit more traditions, and like you guys said, this cleaning, cleansing. Letting go of things, it, it's renewing. It's, yeah, we yeah. just get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, but that 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 philosophy is in in this part of the world because hence of New Year's resolution. You're, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to do different. I'm going to do yeah. something. There's just not as many practices to yeah. show that feeling. I would say, but we have the same concept. I do think New Year's resolutions are slowly dying out though in the Western world. I, I, I think we've taken the piss out of them too much. I don't yeah. like New Year's resolution. I've never, yeah. I've, ne- I've never committed to one in my life, and I don't really want to. I did, kind of, I guess. Oh, I shouldn't actually. I mean, I did. I, I said I was going to learn the piano, and I'm subsequent. <laughs> um, I'm nearly there. It's ongoing. It's, it's a, ongoing. That's the thing. Like, though, man. if you start, yeah, I'm it. learning. Yeah, I mean, I can, you know, I can jump on a piano and play pretty much any song that you put in front of me. Just it would take me a while <laughs> to get mm. it properly. 
Yeah, I think that's the thing of whether like New Year's resolutions has become like a meme or or anything anymore. It's it's whether somebody just talks about their New Year's resolution and oh yeah, it's gonna I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, or whether they just actually do it. That's it, isn't it? It's like, are you actually gonna do this for a whole year? Is mm. that your commitment for a whole year? That's a long time. Like just getting through January is gonna be tough. Mm. Make it simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's it, right? That's all we got. Yeah. 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 Um, I need I'm to all... eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty much the same. But um, should we have a little countdown out of the podcast into the new year? First one for 2024. Yeah, let's count down from 2024. No, 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 no. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're gonna let's do 108. Let's, let's count up to 2000. But um. Make sure that break. when we get to 1999, yeah, that we it'll be like 99. A little five, a four, four three, 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 two, two one. Happy, happy new year, year. Yeah. from Red Jackson. Red Jackson, Red Jackson to you. We're having a great time here. We've got New Year's, we've got traditions, we've got Japan. There's no Rikesh. We're having a 100 more episodes. <laughs> Hundred more Red Jacks on. Twenty twenty four Red Jacks on. Hundred more episodes, guys. Hundred more episodes. But uh, yeah, that is, guys. It's been a fantastic year with you guys. Starting this is been one of the best things that we've got to do together. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I, I know it comes. It goes. It goes without saying. But the reason that I love doing this the most is just chatting to you guys every week. I, I honestly forget that we're going to put it online sometimes. I just love it. It's just so nice to be part of it. A little creative sync as well, but just seeing you guys is lovely. Yeah, Always. it's definitely something I've become, I've come accustomed to look forward to, and oh, yeah. I look forward to the new, the new year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, check under my bed and see what kind of potato I get. I'll leave the rest of the traditions and fun for you, Rikesh. Happy New Year, man. <laughs> Happy New Year, Rikesh. We miss you, man. <laughs> we love you. Adios. See you later, guys. Peace out, boys. <laughs>